Hello friends, welcome to Destiny for Torah Impossible. I'm your host, Sanjay Prajapati, and your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to build a fence of protection around your house through the Torah, your next stop, the Destined for Torah Zone. Today, I'd like to teach you how to build a fence of protection around your house through God's Word. One way to build a protective barrier around your physical homes is by building a fence around your house. Our lives should not be any different. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Paul teaches us in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him, for God's temple is holy, and that temple you are. Tonight, I'd like to teach you about building spiritual fences using the scriptures from Proverbs chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. Solomon says, My son, hear the instruction of your father, and forsake not the law of your mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace unto your head, and chains about your neck. Now we're going to take this scripture and use this scripture to teach you how to build a fence of spiritual protection around your bodies. The the very first two words in this scripture are my son. It begins with my son. Hear the instruction of your father. Taking the words my son, the question I'll ask you all is where else do you see this in scripture? And we see it in Romans chapter 8 verses 14 through 16 with the word son. And it reads, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And child of God, if you are a believer, as most of you are, then you are an heir and you are a son. So you are recipients of Solomon's instruction in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 8, my son. So, the next part of Proverbs 1, chapter 8 reads, Hear the instruction of your father. So, we've already established that you are a son, whether you're a male or female. We are all sons of God in Christ Jesus. And it reads, My son, hear. And that word hear connects us to another place in Scripture where we read the word hear, and it's found in the most holy prayer in all of Judaism, and that prayer is known as the Shema, which is taken from Deuteronomy chapter 6. Deuteronomy verses 4 and 5 read, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. You will love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all might. And so that word here in Romans cha- in, in Deuteronomy chapter 6 connects us to the word here in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 8. We're hearing the instructions of God. Amen. So the, w- the word here connects us to the Shema prayer, and it connects us to loving God with our entire being. And that is the first, that is the first step to building a protection. The first step is to know that you are a son, to know that you are an heir. And the next step is to hear, and the word here connects us to the Lord. Amen. And Jesus teaches this prayer to his disciples in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. After this manner, therefore pray ye, 
Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And so when we pray that prayer, we are praying it with heartfelt devotion. We are praying it with our entire being. And as we're praying this prayer, we are loving the Lord our God with all of our hearts, with all of our souls, and with all of our might. And there's no compromise in the love that we have for God, that we are submitting to him with our entire beings. Amen. And when we pray that prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. When we say thy kingdom come, what we are doing is that we are taking heaven's yoke upon our own lives. The Hebrew concept of kingdom of heaven are the words Malkut Shemayim. And what we are doing is that we are accepting God's will to rule in our lives. And we are adopting God's will to take the, the entire reign that we submit to God's rule in every single aspect of life. And as we take upon his kingdom, we take upon his burden. So when we pray the prayer, thy kingdom come, we are praying the Malkut Shemayim. We are praying the kingdom of heaven into our lives. And we are submitting to God with every single fiber of our being. And when we accept the yoke of heaven, then we come into the place known as Yira Hashem. And Yira Hashem means the fear of God. And the fear of God comes into our lives, or the Yira Hashem comes into our lives by loving the Lord our God with all of our heart, with all of our minds, with all of our might. Amen. And we don't serve God out of fear. We don't serve God out of anxiety, but we serve God with the purest intent of loving Him without reservation. And we love God so much. And, and, and when you love someone with, with this kind of intensity, it's easy to accept the yoke of heaven. Think about your own natural lives. Think about your children. Think about your spouse, for the women, your husbands, and for the men, your wives. You, you love your spouse so much that there's not anything that you will not do for your spouse because that love comes without reservation. How much more so should it be in our love for our Lord and Savior, Jesus, the Mashiach? And the key to possessing your destiny is to love the Lord your God with all of your being. Amen. And that's what we say when we pray the second part of this verse in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 8. My son, hear. So what we are doing right now is that we are hearing. Amen. If you're with me so far, please say amen. And the next part, part three of this verse says that you that, that you hear the instruction of your father. Now, the question I have for all of you is, who is Paul? I mean, who is Solomon speaking about here? Who is the father? Is it my earthly father? And of course, my earthly father plays a very, a very significant role in my life. But the father that Solomon is talking about here is not David, his father, but he is speaking about God, his heavenly father. And the instructions of the father are the instructions of our heavenly father. Even as Jesus taught the prayer in the Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven, we are embracing God, our Father, as Abba. He is our personal Father. And the, the, the instructions that we receive are the instructions of God's Word that come from our Heavenly Father. And the instructions we are receiving are the instructions of the Word of God. And when God gave the Ten Commandments to Moses, not only did God give Moses the written Torah, the written Word of God, He also gave Moses the oral Word of God, the oral Torah. So the two Torahs that God gave to Moses are the Torah Shebe. Alpe, which is the oral Torah, which is 
the word that was orally transmitted from God to Moses, Moses to Joshua, and it was passed down through the generations verbally until it was written down in, in both the Babylonian and Jerusalem Talmuds. And in Hebrew, again, it's called the Torah Shebet Al-Peh. The other Torah that God gave to Moses was the written word of God, the written Torah, which is which in Hebrew is called the, the Torah Shebet Kitav. Again, it's the Torah Shebet Kitav. So the, the instructions of the Father are both the written Torah and the oral Torah. Now let's go back to Proverbs chapter 1, verse 8 again. My son, which we already described because we are all the sons of God. Hear the instruction of your father. That's the Torah of our Heavenly Father, both the written and the oral Torah. And then it says, and forsake not the law of your mother. And again, I'm going to ask the question, you know, we already asked this about the father. Now we'll ask this about the mother. Who is the mother? Is the mother our earthly mother? Or is Solomon speaking about somebody else? And we're going to talk about the mother for just a moment because it says the law of the mother. And according to the Rashi, the great rabbinic scholar, the sage of blessed memory from 11th century France said, your mother refers to Ezekiel chapter 19, verse 2, and it reads, and say, what is thy mother? A lioness. She lays down among the lions. She nourishes her whelps among her young lions. And so we're speaking about the law of the mother, according to Solomon, from, from Proverbs chapter 1, verse 8. The law of your mother refers to safeguarding the word that is in you. You know, how many of you want to live a life without sin? How many of you want to live in a place where you will not lose the word that has been spoken into your life? And the way that's done is by protecting it. It's by building a fence of protection around the word that you are receiving. So the law of the mother is not speaking about the law that comes from your earthly mother, even though you will receive great instruction and correction from your earthly mothers. The law of the mother, according to Solomon, refers to safeguarding the word that is in you. And these are, and, and so there's a Hebrew concept known as Qumrat. And Qumrat refers to building a fence around the Torah. And, I, and it takes us back to Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 8. And it reads, when you build a new house, then you shall make a, battle, a battlement for your roof, thou, that thou bring not blood upon your house, if any man fall from thence. So the instructions in the Torah were that when you when you build a house and at the roof of the house, you shall build a fence around the house so that nobody will accidentally fall from the roof of your house and accidentally die or, 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 or be or be hurt. And in our own lives as well is that we need to build a fence of protection of around our house that we do not fall into sin, that we do that we do that we protect ourselves and we see this with Joseph in in Potiphar's house when 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 Joseph was tempted by Potiphar to, to have an adulterous relationship. What did Joseph do? He fled the scene. He ran away, and that was his way of building a fence around his house. And the word fence refers to the strictest, the most stringent implementation of God's commandments in your life. And this is a rabbinic. Halakha to build a fence of the Torah. And Jesus applied this same concept in his teaching as well. For example, in Matthew 5.21, we're commanded not to 
kill, which means do not murder. And it reads in verse 21, you have heard that it was said by them of old time, you shall not kill or murder. And whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. But then in verse 22, I mean, verse 21, Jesus quotes the commandment that the heavenly father gave to Moses that thou shalt not kill. But then what Jesus takes it a step further and he builds a fence around that commandment. He's building a fence around the Torah. And what he is doing here is, is applying the concept known as Kumrot. And in verse 22, it says, but I say unto you that whosoever shall that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, you fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. And I want to really just concentrate on verse 22, verse 21. First we see, that Jesus quotes Moses, you shall not, or quotes God, the Father, when he says, you shall not kill. And then Jesus in verse 22 builds a fence around that commandment and says that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And so what we see here is if, if, if you, if you keep a reins around your thoughts and you do not entertain anger in your heart, then you will not commit the sin of murder. Do you see that? So when you build a stringent fence around your life not to be angry without a cause, then you will not commit the the sin of murder. You see that? And that's what we want to do in our lives as well. We want to build fences uh, upon fences in our lives that we do not fall into sin. For example, if you have a weakness for chocolate, and to, 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 uh, then you may apply a fence in your own life where you will not purchase chocolate and keep chocolate in the house to where you'll be tempted to consume it more often. So that's a, that's an example in the natural of not eating chocolate. It's, it's an, a natural example of building a fence. But in the spiritual sense, the way you, the way you build your fences is that you have a stricter application of God's commandment in your life. Cause you all know what your weaknesses are. You know, you may have the tendency to gossip. You may have the tendency to, to sin in different areas. You may have sinned. You may be tempted in so many different areas, but the way that you can protect yourself is not, is by consuming God's word, is to really just meditate in God's word day and night, and also to build fences of the Torah in your own life as well, to where when you build these fences, which is the law of your mother, when you, when you build these fences, you will protect yourself from committing various kinds of sins. And that should be our goal because we love God so much and we want to, we want to abide in Him and we want to make Him our first love. And the way that we do that is by implementing the, the commandments of the Father and the law of the Mother in our lives. Amen. So I just pray that you've taken this word to heart just to know that God wants to, God wants to have the rule in our lives. And we love him so much that we do not want to fail him in any way. And of course, whenever we do fall, because all of us fall short of God's glory, that whenever we do sin, that we, that we repent quickly and we return to him as quickly as we can and, 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 and just really have that righteous walk with God and really allow God, the Holy Spirit to lead us. Because if, if we follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, we're not going to fall into sin. So let's allow the Spirit of God to be part of our journey. Allow Him to build battlements around our roofs that we do not fall into sin. And just really just to keep us in Him. And I really hope that you've enjoyed this teaching. I pray that this has touched your heart. And I'll see you all next time. God bless.